welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We are episode four of the season, episode three of our current mini-arc that we're doing. Penultimate. The penultimate episode of this high school arc, which I called high school, but like saying hi to a school. It's kind of one of those things that feels like a pun, but isn't. It's just words. Yes. Um, Every episode we have guests come on and play through an audio escape room that, that we have created that... I say we, Danny made it. Um, and this episode we have returning guests, uh, fan, fan favourites, friends of the show. From Finish It, we have Matt. Hi. And Chris. Hey, returning champions, I think is the phrase. <laughs> so you've been on the show a few times. When was the last time we had the Yules on? What was the last episode Ooh, of our show that you did? It's been a minute. and It's I've been, been a little I've, while. It's, it's registered for me. <laughs> And I've had some time to get over that, but it's been a little while. <laughs> Hold on. That's a good question. Chris, you were on the beach episode. This must have been that something since then, right? Yeah, you're not the one who has to be mad. It should be Matt, who didn't, who's one episode behind you. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm winning. I'm officially winning. Yeah. Which is important for a brother. <laughs> it's important, especially for a younger brother. You always have to be winning just a little bit. We're very excited to have you on. I'm sure people who have listened to a lot of Escape This Podcast already know what Finish It is and and what you guys do. But do you want to give a quick rundown for people where this might be the first time they've heard you? What is Finish It as a podcast? Finish It is a podcast where we make ourselves read every single page of every single storyline of every single interactive fiction book ever made. A lot of the good stuff from the 80s, like Choose Your Own Adventures or Goosebumps. And we do it one read or each per week. So we really dive into each experience. And uh, we're very bad at it. Can you be bad at a Choose Your Own Adventure book? Yes. Yeah, because we keep accidentally making the same. You'll have to listen to find out. But we do other things to entertain ourselves, like make a lot of segments and music and all that silly stuff. That's very fun. Really enjoyable. Wonderful. So every time we have people on for an episode, we ask the same two questions. We've asked you these questions multiple times before, but maybe there are some big fun updates uh, so this is an escape room show. Matt, why don't we start with you? Any updates to your escape room experience? I don't I actually don't <laughs> think so. I did because Chris did an update since last time, but I haven't done an update. But I've been on your show, and then I went to one escape room, I think, with my family. Ooh. Nice. And, and I must have told the story of having to poop while I was in there. Yeah, <laughs> we've heard that one. Yeah, okay, so I won't do it again, but I did, and it was not cool. Uh, <laughs> Matt, you also have uh, the exciting update of uh, you are a featured voice in an Australian escape room now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> that was very fun to do. They, mm. are, they really like you. Ah, uh, they're really nice. What escape room is it? Can I go to it? No, well, it's in Sydney at Next Level. Is it open yet? It is open Yeah, yeah, now. it's just so opened. Danny and and I and and Matt and my and also my brother, Pat, and <laughs> just everyone other than Chris has done a voice... <laughs> For this, this was uh, how we this was how we made room. up for the extra room of um, our show. Totally so if you're fair. in Sydney, go to go to totally Next Level fair. Escape and, and go and play it. It's 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 a it's a great fun new room. They are absolutely up at the top of Sydney and Australian escape rooms. Oh yeah, it's a fantastic and, company. Yeah, awesome. They are very reliable. Always worth going to. Matt, do some voices so that people know how fun your voices are. <laughs> All right, I'll do a um, warthog. Yeah, okay, warthog. Warthog. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he's fancy. Okay, good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, it's gold. It's gold. Thanks. Can can you give me like a stern teacher who suddenly Mm -hmm. falls down the stairs mid-reprimand? Yeah. 
How many times do I have to tell you? Wonderful. Uh, can you give me a stern band leader who breaks into a drum solo while <laughs> reprimanding his band? Yeah. <laughs> How many times do I have to show you? <laughs> um, all right. And uh, and Chris, what is the, the, we're talking about escape rooms, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what is, is there an update to your escape room experience since last you were on the show? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know if I ever mentioned the fact that I've done a couple, like the little like printable ones that you can do oh, at home nice. for nice. my kid for birthdays, and she very much likes those. That's a very Excellent. fun thing to do with my kid. But that's about it. Still, have never been to one. Well, go yeah. get out of here. <laughs> I don't really like escape room. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just, I just haven't, I haven't done it yet there's no reason well you should it's because we spoil you we keep giving you these escape rooms yeah, that's really yeah. what it is it's like i know we it need won't to be cut as you off this, so. uh and so then the other it element certainly won't this... be as free as this true exactly <laughs> so the other element of this show is it is escape rooms mixed with a tabletop role-playing style so maybe reverse order this time chris do you have any updates to your tabletop role-playing experience uh no that's i think pretty much the same Yep, <laughs> fair enough. Fair Same. enough. Uh, I know that. I think la I don't know where we were last time because we have been playing a lot of uh, tabletop role playing games together uh, online. We've been playing Lancer yes. and other things like that, um, which has but been I'm good sure fun. Surely we've talked about that. Yeah, those but I'm are great. Sure, and we talked about that last time. Bill makes a great uh, game master. If anybody out there mm, needs yeah, a game true. master, reach out really to Bill. Yeah, send me an email. And yeah, we'll, we'll play Lancer. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, and Matt, uh, I know you were also involved in our in our Lancer games and things like that. But is there anything else fun going on as a role playing game part of your life? No, we did the things we talked about, and Chris and I played a couple D and D things, just the two of us in his garage. Uh, that was pretty fun, but that was a while ago. But that's something we want to try to do. I think more, just uh, yeah, two we, dude. <laughs> yeah, we keep tiptoeing around ideas for that. Yeah, for doing something to share. All right. Well, I think with that being said, I think we're good to to jump into the room. Well, you say yeah. that. Oh, no, uh -oh. we're not. But I feel like for this particular one, there is enough regionality to it that maybe we need to do <gasps> some do like a... questions and explaining and translating okay. first. Okay. So we'd, we'd, this, we'd, for people who are not up to date, you should get up to date. Uh, this is a <laughs> high school arc. We are in a high school. But I think because of this room, we are canonically in an Australian high Everything school. Everything about this was definitely referring to a lot of my own high school, more or less. So let's, let's, yeah, I was definitely let's talk about experience. lunch, shall we? Yeah, yeah. We, we ended the last episode by saying that the next stop was going to be the canteen. Okay. Does, that, does that, that make much sense in an American context? Yeah, it's uh, from Star Wars. Yeah. That's a cantina. That's a very, very different oh. thing. So the canteen is what some people who don't use the term tuck shop would refer to the tuck shop oh, as. Boy. And so Danny and I have had a big debate over whether it should be called a canteen or a tuck it's, shop. It's all in the playtest audio for Patreon. And we donors, discovered but... that it's because I went to a private school uh, 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 <laughs> that I call it a tuck shop. But uh, it is just it is where people would go to get food if they want to buy food in an Australian school. It is like a small shop within the school. It is not a cafeteria where you sit yeah. down and eat. It's like a hole in the wall oh, with a big beer. with a big uh, shuttered door where people will come out and say, 
ah, what do you want? You say, give me a chico roll. And they'll say, give me a dollar. Do you have these you at sports away. fields and sports games? Things like that. It's a bit yeah, like. Yeah, there'll be like a, a little yeah, sure. like a food stand where they'll grill up some hot dogs and, and have it's some that basic sort of thing. thing ready made things. It's very yeah. similar to that uh, in our experience of it. I, again, okay. yeah, can't say for sure how similar it is to yours. Food, but... Packs of sweet chips, fruits, all this other fun stuff. Also, if you want nice hot food, generally you turn up at the start of the day and you yeah. have a brown paper bag and on the front of the brown paper bag you write like a pie and a chocolate milk and then you put the appropriate <laughs> amount of money inside the paper bag and you leave it in a box at the at the tuck shop and then when you arrive for lunch they will have taken out the money and put in the hot food and all the bags are still there paper bags and you take Cash? your paper bag yeah just a bag yeah, of- man if I had to maybe send my maybe kid it's not with an anymore. exact amount of cash every day, you would set, I would homeschool her. <laughs> well, you could just make them a sandwich instead. But if they want that food, you give them like cash in a little bag with their name written on it and their order, and it gets filled for them magically. Typically, it was a minority yeah. of students who would do this. Oh, those bloody lunch order losers. <laughs> oh, whoa. Well, was uh, there a stigma to people who did lunch order? No. no. Not at all. Oh, okay. oh, okay. I would think it made them seem rich. I think oh. they'd be like, oh, buying a pie. <laughs> Not eating a Vegemite sandwich, are you? No. Oh, buying a little meat <laughs> pie. Oh, and a, good. And a, I keep saying chico roll. I don't think I ever ordered a chico roll. Is that a chicken sandwich? I don't No one knows what no. a chico roll is. It's it, like what, a They didn't have chico rolls. They just had chicken and corn. They were chicken and corn things. Chunks. So that's the context for everybody who wants to know what a canteen is, for everyone who's uh, confused by lunch orders. If you're Australian... You're going to listen to this episode. You're going to go, wow, oh, my God, the entire time out of nostalgia. And if you're yeah. not, you're going to go, okay, yeah, right, sure, yeah. <laughs> just okay, pretend that's, it's that's a J.R.R. Tolkien thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretend yeah. it's a Tolkien Just pretend thing. it's Middle Earth. They have canteens in Australia and Rivendell, and that's it. Um, <laughs> all right, Danny, would you I... like to whisk us away into a world of fantasy and, and epic journeys? It's one of the last days of term, and Mr. Arag- wait, um, Mr. Menifee, the head science teacher, <laughs> has slipped something into the canteen food. You're pretty sure you've got a good idea of what's going on, but, you know, you have to be certain. You know it's not good. And quite frankly, you've seen the way Mr. Menifee has talked about the students, and you know that uh, only bad things can come from that. Oh, <sighs> The bell went a while ago now, so the school is deserted of students, and only a loose smattering of staff remains. Will you even be able to get into the canteen this late? Uh, you hope so. You really need to investigate and toss whatever the contaminated food is right into the bin before anyone eats it tomorrow. So you make your way to the central undercover area where the canteen sits. Hey, the shutters and the staff door are open, yet there's nobody in sight. The odds of that are remarkable. This is the best chance you'll ever get to explore unimpeded. So, time for your drawing if you got a drawing going. You creep in through the staff door in the west wall and cast your eyes over the various food prep areas. One of these areas must look suspicious, surely. In the northwest corner is a large squat fridge full of drink cans. Further along the north wall is a sprawling bench of sandwich ingredients. Bench of sa- a bench with sandwiches on it, just a like a thing for sandwich ingredients. What's it? Like a what's table. Weird? I guess. What's, what's a table about... but a bench? What do you sit on it? Oh, like a sitting bench? No, no, like a like wow. A bench. This is like a sandwich. I didn't pre- like think a kitchen that bench. this would be a translation no, okay. area. What? Bench is a thing you sit on. 
Wait, so what do you call the? Do you call it a counter in your kitchen? Yeah. Yeah, it's kitchen bench. Wild. Get out of here. Okay. It's sure. You, call, you call the counter the kitchen bench? I think so. Yeah, it's a bench. I'm not crazy, That's right? Call it wildly both. insane. It's also a counter. I think to me, a table is something that is mobile, but a bench is something that is affixed. Okay, well, that's counter. To the ground or the sure. wall. Yeah, okay. wild. Okay, counter. I'm learning a lot. Okay. Someone's going to email in and say, who the hell has ever said kitchen bench? You're yeah, someone is going to come in and saying, I live two doors down from you. What are you talking about? <laughs> and you said it has sandwich ingredients on it? Yes. Thank you, Amy. And in the northeast corner is a table with a big bowl of fruit. Ooh. The east wall has a table of various junk foods as well as a cash register. To the south is a big shuttered window, currently open, that looks out to the area where students line up to make purchases. So it would be like a counter if you opened that? Or it would be like basically like a walk-up? <laughs> yeah, a walk yeah, up yeah like a bench. Or a, ben a wall bench. And <laughs> like a wall bench. <laughs> a, bench is a bench and a wall. <laughs> like a counter, yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't even mean to bring up counters again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that area where students line up to make purchases... That area actually has painted lines on the floor to keep everyone in order. Are they lines that go directly straight away from the... Um... Perpendicular yeah. to the window, yeah, okay. yes. I was about to ask if those lines were inside or outside of the closed window. Outside there where uh, the outside. students would be. Okay. And you also see out there, a bit past those lines, a vending machine. And finally, in the center of the inside prep area is one last table. Covered in brown paper bags with writing on it, which <laughs> must be tomorrow's lunch orders. This school makes you do it a bit more in advance than before. ours. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's gross. So this room is just full of bags of cash. Well, uh, you, if you give them a bit of a rustle, it seems like the canteen staff has already taken the cash out. Uh, man. You look from the drinks to the sandwiches, the fruit to the junk, the vending machine. Any of these could be contaminated. But... You have a lot of investigative experience. There must be some clues you can find that Mr. Menifee has left behind, either by accident or because he was communicating with the canteen workers. You're pretty sure that to pull off this scheme, all of them would have to be involved. Whoa. That's messed Whoa. up. All right, you're free to start looking around. I think we should check the back of that door that we just came through. <laughs> so I don't want to forget that. Yep. Makes Smart. perfect sense. So as it is, uh, when you walked in, the door was open, looks completely normal. You can't help but wonder why it was open in the first place when no employees are here. Hmm. And earth, didn't they lock up? This is mighty suspicious. So you close it to look at the back and, hey, there is something here. Whoa. Something very, very old, some writing. You can tell it's very old because most of it is gone. Mm. We have an image for you. Well, I say most of it is gone. A lot of it is gone. Uh, yes, so people at home, you can see this image in the show notes, uh, but Matt is going to describe exactly what he sees. I love describing Ugh. letters. Okay, here we go. It's it's um, four lines of text with a couple pluses in between. I'll tell you what, they, what it is right now. There's an E, then there's a space, then the I-C-L. That's a top line. Then there's a plus sign, and then it says, or whatever Australians call it, and then there's <laughs> the word and, we think, and then a big space, and then the word row, R-O-W. Then there's a break in between no plus sign, just kind of where something could be, but there isn't. And then the next line of text says the word conceal. And then there's a plus sign below that. And then below that, just letters U-D space E. Ood. 
Now, is this just Australian slang where I should I should understand what this says? Yeah, this is. I don't. There's no puzzle here. Yeah, you know, Eichel. <laughs> yeah, Eichel. 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 <laughs> All right, Matt, you take this one. All right. Well, obviously. <laughs> is anything jumping out to you? Nothing's jumping out to me. I think this is a. Let's get some more clues then. Why don't we keep the look at the back of door thing and see? Maybe roll down the shutter and see if there's anything. Yeah. Up mm. in the shutter. Is the shutter up in the thing? Is that how the yeah. shutter goes? It's currently all the way up, so you can see out to the lines in the vending machine. Like you're lucky that the school seems very empty, because otherwise anyone could just look in. So <laughs> yeah, seems like a good idea to just shut it. You stand on your toes. You reach up to pull down these shutters. They roll down smoothly. And nice. very good instincts. There's something nice. written on this side of it as well. What? Or again, at least there was, but the upsy downsy motion has clearly rubbed <laughs> a lot of it away. Uh, Chris, oh, no. would you like to describe this for the audience oh, at home? Although they can see it in the show notes. Yes. This is very similar. We've got a V and then an H and then an E. They're all kind of floating on their own. And then below that, there's an AR. And then there's a plus sign under that. And down at the very bottom, there's a spaced out J and then a G. Well, dude, look, you put these together and you get words. Yeah, let's just put them together. We're going to do that real quick, okay? You want to spell, you want to spell the hey, one you're right, else? Matt. I thought you were joking, but they actually do. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take the victory, Matt. What do you got? All right, so the, so the top word becomes vehicle. Yeah. Plus and arrow. And arrow, yeah. And then the bottom bit becomes conceal plus judge. Seal plus you did that and really fast, arrow. Man. Conceal plus judge. No, vehicle plus and arrow. Conceal plus judge. Hmm. Solved it. Where's Solved our prize? It. Did we do it? That's, that's good. Although I believe, based on you reading it, you may have missed one tiny little element. That's impossible. Oh, there's vehicle another plus in between. Yeah. Oh, the there's another there was nothing, there's plus. A plus there oh, that was nice of you to give that to us. Thank you. Gosh, vehicle we would have just been stumbling. So what does your whole message judge. say now? Vehicle plus and arrow plus conceal plus judge. I feel really good because we solved a puzzle really, really quickly. Yeah, you went to means, the right I'm... things that matched each other immediately. <laughs> feeling strong, Matt. Um, what do you think, Matt? Should we do maybe open up the shutter again and check out like the lines and stuff? See if we see anything. Well, we weird. can go outside and look at that if we you want to split Absolutely. up. We can go outside. <gasps> Yeah, do you want to you want to check out in here and I'll check out I'll go check out these lines in that vending machine? Yeah, 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 let's do that. Oh right. no. Can they be two intelligence analysts? I, I didn't think, plan for this. I think canonically oh, no, they <laughs> No, you can be two. Why not? You're hired. You're calling your friend. I mean, we won't do anything at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we'll just An actual one student person. just sort of popped up and said, "Hey, what you doing? You need help? I love looking at lines, and I'm not no, allowed just... inside, so I'll look at the lines outside for you." <laughs> We just dissociate a little bit to just compartmentalize <laughs> the clues. No, use me, you just Gregory. Go, wait, I'm here to okay, help. It's you Gregory. Know. Okay, Gregory. <laughs> All right, I'm out here looking at the lines. Oh, good. What's on the floor? <laughs> no. All right, Gregory, uh, the painted lines on the ground outside designate which students are supposed to stand where. I to know, make... I go to the school. <laughs> I like that we're like everything. we're gonna we're gonna split up so that we'll be two people because in real life we're two people and then you're and like all right you're here's a third, like, here's third person. Don't keep keep telling me about the lines, please. Oh boy. Right. I I stuff Gregory into the bin. Ah! Ah! It's like every day they hate me here. Get in your home. No backstories. No backstories. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so we, Chris anyway. and I are one person, and we're looking at the lines, and we're ignoring Gregory and the thing. exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> I we feed Gregory a little bit of each piece of food <laughs> to see what he reacts to. <laughs> yes, which one gives us Gregory's strength? Uh. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Okay, so these lines, there are aisles for different year groups. So, for instance, the painted markings tell you that the far left line is for year 12s. Okay. The line next to it is year 11s. Then there's a single aisle for years 9 and 10, and another for years 7 and 8, because Australian high schools are 7 to 12. So okay. Four aisles, 12, then 11, then 9 slash 10, then 7 slash 8. Okay. All right, I like these little lines but i think we're done looking at them vending machine outside vending machine great the vending machine it doesn't have any sort of brand with a logo of any specific company it just has the word snacks emblazoned at the top in case there was any doubt Mm. there are 15 different options to select five rows of three and you know they're like letter and number coded like you can order a1 to uh what that make it e3 would be the last one i suppose Okay. And you have not heard of any of these snacks. And the packaging here is not only old and faded, it's kind of like all home brandified packaging where they've made them all look identical so that kids aren't swayed by advertising too much. No, nice. okay. And so we'll see a picture of that vending machine. Oh, nice. I guess for people at home, you can see an image of this in the show notes. Uh, but uh, would one of you like to describe the vending machine that we're looking at? <laughs> so many funny <laughs> words on here. <laughs> It looks like a vending machine, and yes, that's uh, a win. It looks, it looks exactly like a vending machine. It it's does. got the coin slot. It's got the, the little keypad, uh, and then and all your it favorite says, treats. It says what all the treats are. We've got Spidey. We got Pecan Mess, one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> got Crispy Pig Pen, Ghost Eye, <laughs> Spaghetti, <laughs> Jam Jar, Fruit Away, which with is with an exclamation point, and I, yes, Dino. Which is is it Dino tempting. or is it Dino, you guys? Uh, Gregory I've never knows, heard but he won't tell you. Okay, okay, okay. There's Tasty Play, which Tasty I'm a fan play. of. Tasty Play. Chuck Dex. <laughs> Chuck Dex, which sounds inappropriate. That sounds inappropriate? That's the closest to a real chocolate that we have here. Well, that sounds right. That sounds Australian. There's also Box of Three, which is awesome. And Super Salty, exclamation point. And Captain I.I. But like the animal, not like <laughs> Matt. If you saw a vending machine that looked exactly like this, and you could get two things, what would you get? <laughs> That's impo- I would find the money. I would get one of each. But if I had to, <laughs> I'm really tempted by Plummy, but I would skip it because I feel like I have an idea of it. So it would have to be Ghost Eye and Tasty Play would be. The two yeah, I, I was gonna say Tasty Play definitely, and then no, sure. I was just gonna go with Crispy because yeah, it's a safe bet. No, no love for spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> I'm good. And spaghetti. I, yeah, I'd get spaghetti and super salty. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Box of huh. three, though. Interesting. Who knows? Those are the ones that actually three. tell you what they are: spaghetti and a jam jar. What's pig pen? Does this give you any um? Do you have any idea? Did you solve it? Um, I didn't solve it yet. Can we try using the vending machine? You do not have any money. Ah. Oh. Do the buttons push like normal though? Oh yeah, it seems like it's functional. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Let's let's move on, Matt. What do you say? Yeah. Head. Let's head back into the uh, canteen. What do you want to look at? Want to make a sandwich? 
<laughs> let's go to the sandwich ingredients. Bench. Yeah, let's see what we got. Great. You go over here to the sandwich station. Let's just call it a station instead. That clears everything up. I like that. It's got its ingredients in all of their tubs. To the side, there's a laminated sheet of paper with a list of all the ingredients, so no mysteries. Nice. And also sitting here, there is a small number of already prepared sandwiches with little <gasps> stickers indicating a student they were made for. And oh, you cool. deduce that these were likely lunches of students who ordered today, but for one reason or another didn't come to pick them up at lunchtime. Hmm. And again, it's an image heavy room, this one. It is a little bit. For people at home, you can see this these sandwiches, but Matt is going to describe them to you. All right, so this is great. I'm going to start with the available sandwich. So there's available sandwich fillings on the left, the list. And then we've got illustrations of four delicious, or these are not illustrations. These are the four delicious sandwiches that were sitting there. And and it says the students there for, and you can see the delicious ingredients inside. Do you want me to read the fillings? Please. Okay. Avocado, bacon. Oh, I'm scanning through to see if there's anything I don't know how to. Okay. Barbecue <laughs> chicken, cheese, just cheese, Dijon mustard, egg, eggplant, ham, honey, hummus, meatballs, onion, roast beef, <laughs> rocket, sausage, steak, tomato, tuna, Vegemite. Anything unusual there? I don't think I see anything that stands out as weird to me. Is that weird? Except that for rocket, but that's just another name for... Uh, I believe in America that's arugula. arugula? Yeah. Oh, uh, rocket is such a better name. It is fun to say arugula. Man, I was hoping this would uh, teach us something. And then these sandwiches have little drawings to show what's on them. Yeah, what's uh, R. De Silva Year 11 getting, Chris? Is that egg? That must be egg. egg. And what do you think the green is? Avocado? I think it's just the tops of tomatoes. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I was going to say arugula because it's just, I think, green leafy things. But it could, yeah, you're right. It could be um, a handful of things there. It's pretty, Look, it's, I, it's looks, relatively green dark looks like, green, I, I reckon. Dark, dark yeah, so that, dark, would not be avocado. The, that would be the arugula. I, yeah, I reckon that's rocket. Okay. Yeah, I've had Vegemite, but what color is that again? Black, black, a dark black tar. Distressing color for food. Uh, okay, so egg and egg and arugula for Arda Silva Year Eleven. That's a that's a healthy sandwich. Yeah, it looks good. I like. Makes it. me think uh, of these vehicle and arrow and conceal. Like you make a sandwich by adding things, by stacking things, but that is how sandwiches go. I don't see a connection yet. What's North? What's N Green have? That's avocado, probably. And what do you think the red is? Yeah. Tomato. That's got to be tomato. And then, oh, that Pink could be ham. Yeah, I would say ham. Okay, avocado, tomato, ham. Sounds good. Avocado, tomato, ham. Avocado, tomato, ham. Nope, nope, nope. I didn't find anything nope. there. And then we M. got Jacobs is having that's onion. Yes, thank you. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. That was onion. hard to draw. <laughs> and that's arugula Rocket. again. Rocket, yes. And pomelo cheese. Dijon, Dijon mustard, I bet. Oh, because it's yeah. evenly spread. That's a perfect <laughs> color of Dijon mustard. It is oh, the perfect color you. of Dijon mustard. <laughs> I had to work really hard for that. <laughs> you did very well. And then Tima year seven looks like is rocking arugula, egg, and probably eggplant. Eggplant, yeah. Okay. I'm Matt, I'm starting to fully panic. Uh, yeah, this is a lot. Now this, we're at that part where it's giving me palpitations. It's like a lot of information, and I'm not, I don't see nothing yet. <laughs> you could just get steak or meatballs on a sandwich at this place. 
I think you get steak That's and good. meatballs and sausage. That's what I would get, steak and meatball. All right. So, okay. So now we have more information. Do any of these funny vending machine foods line up with these ingredients, Pat? Not very strongly. I mean, they could. Yeah, who knows what's in pig pen? Yeah, right. I mean, that's got to be ham, right? Uh, maybe we need to look around a little more, bud. Okay, what, what, Matt, what should we look at next? Uh, right next to this fridge of cans. You want to just look at the fridge of cans? There's nothing, is there anything under this um, bench? No, I don't think there are any hidden things in this room. I think okay. everything is going to be given to you. Right? Everything's out okay. and obvious, Chris. What's on the ceiling? Yeah, it's clear. really obvious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you take a look at this fridge. Uh, inside, it's stacked full of cans of all kinds of drink. It would be a pain to dig through them all. But luckily, sitting on top of the fridge is a printed list of what should be there. Okay, great. Ooh. Another one of these patented images that is just a list of words? Yeah, it's really it. it's not a real image, but it's just there so that you read it rather than us. It's got Coca-Cola. Oh, it says available drinks. Coca-Cola, Sprite. Pepsi, Fanta, Sunkist, Seven Up, Ginger Ale, Pasito, Pashona, Pashana, Pashana. Nobody knows. Nobody's gonna tell me anything. V <laughs> and Red Bull. What's V? It's like from uh, the boys, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the energy serum. Makes sense. It's from the boys. Um, v, v was, was a, another energy drink. Yeah, it was like a Red Bull competitor. I don't know if it still exists or not. I think, they've, sure. I think they lost. And assume that any others that you haven't heard of, also Australian soft drinks. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do any of these line up with the... Is there are any of these have is there a judge as the logo of any of these <laughs> soft drinks? Not to <laughs> my knowledge. Sunkist? It's just a big judge on a Sunkist. No, and... but thank you for giving me my next NPC. Or my next RPG character. Uh, I am, I am into that. <laughs> All right, so it's packed mega full. So looking around, we're, we're being strongly discouraged from looking around in there to see if anything is sticky on top because it's been, that's not really how this works. Yeah, it this looks normal. It just game. looks full. Okay. Can I drink, can we drink a uh, Red Bull? I mean, it's probably not a good idea to it's sample so anything right now, is there? Is oh, it? right, 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 right. Plus, if you steal a Red Bull, Judge Sunkist will <laughs> sentence you to a life of, uh, of thirst. Okay. All right. I, we better. I, I got mean, this. You know what? I think we'll get some. The next thing is going to make everything make sense. Yeah, it's going to tie everything together. And therefore, we should go directly to the. Look, nobody's going to poison the fruit bowl because nobody wants that. But I think we should look <laughs> at it anyway. All right. But I'm not going to look at it very long. <laughs> There is so much fruit here. It is spilling out of the bowl. Quite frankly, it oh. looks like there should be at least a second bowl to have even a chance at holding it all. Mm. You just go through it and you see falling out of it countless apples, bananas, pears, nectarines, and kiwi fruit. Uh, so, I'm sorry. Could you say the fruits mm -hmm. again? Apples? Um... Apples, bananas, pears. Oh, my. Nectarines. And uh, kiwi fruit was the last one. And this was the other one that I wanted to ask. Uh, do you call that fruit kiwi fruit or kiwi? Kiwi. Or Chinese oh. gooseberry. Wow. <laughs> That's the other no, name for them. They call neat. them Chinese gooseberries. We'd say kiwis probably. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. But for us, kiwis are just the birds and the people. Mm. Wait, wait, Matt, I'm onto something. No, you're not really? Yeah. I think we take the letters of the food on the sandwiches. 
yeah this is definitely gonna work right so okay and it's gonna be an order by year i bet so year seven tima has arugula egg yeah eggplant so it starts out a e e all right so uh, far it's so not good. arugula first things first it's not arugula and first <laughs> things first and uh, second things second be careful with the year groups careful with the year groups matt you got that <gasps> oh think about how the they are supposed outside. to line up seven plus eight it all makes all sense right. so 12 M. Jacobs is having Onion, Rocket, and Dijon. That's right. What did I say? Ord. Ord? Yeah. Good thinking, Matt. And then 11, 11. is Egg, egg and Rocket. Egg Order. Rocket. Order. <gasps> We're doing a thing. Mm. doing a thing. <laughs> and then... Uh, nine is Avocado, Tomato, Ham. Avocado, Tomato, Ham. And then seven is Rocket, Egg, Eggplant. All right. Well, I that's a three. Um, order at order a three. Oh, order a three. Order a three. Order a three. I see what you've done. We solved it. No, order a three. Matt, Matt, order a three. Yeah, I got it. I yeah, I got it. Oh, you got it already. <laughs> first time you said it, I understood. <laughs> the first time I said it, I didn't understand. That's right. <laughs> so that okay, would be. So is that crispy? Yeah, A3 on the vending machine. That would be crispy. But you still have no money. Still have no money, but we're going to get that crispy. We're basically right, well, I want to dump this fruit bowl out. Just Fair <laughs> enough. Frustration of having no money. <laughs> dump the fruit bowl out. Yeah, what's inside the fruit All bowl? Right. Everything goes rolling everywhere except the bananas. Good. Yeah, they don't they go that far. Can we cut uh, a banana into a perfect slice just the right size of money? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too soft. Wait, our ingredients for sandwiches, there must be something coin-like. <laughs> Let's spend a lot of time meatballs, on this. Meatballs! Meatballs! <laughs> Slice that meatballs. Okay, if okay, we okay. Put, if we put Vegemite on the glass of the vending machine, it'll eat right through it, I think. <laughs> okay, we got A3 is crispy. We can't order A3. And now there's fruit everywhere. And we still have the vehicle like most escape rooms judge and then we have the apples bananas pears nectarines cucumber nothing else with the bowl nothing going on there just a bowl all good just a bowl all right i'm gonna pick up the we're gonna pick the fruit up and just put it back real quick we'll do we'll do it at the end we'll do it at the end dude there's a register right here (laughs) what do we need a register There's a, there's junk food and a register. Maybe there's a crispy just sitting there. We can at least try some of these. Let's Maybe check a tasty the, um, play. Let's check that junk food. All right. So this box of junk food, it's a scattered mess. It's got a whole bunch of different chocolatey, sugary treats. They're the sorts that parents frown at in disapproval and don't really think they belong in a school at all. None of them match anything that's in the vending machine. And okay. on cursory inspection, there is nothing notable about any of them at this stage. Mm. All right. Well, let's just shake this register around and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll shake the cash. Check register. under it. Maybe there's a little, maybe something under the register. We you, open you, it. You give it a shake. You hear a little bit of clinking going on inside. Mm. But as you might expect, it's locked. And quite securely, it has a whopping 12-letter combination lock holding it shut. You've never even seen one of these before. <sighs> It just oh, it just stretches on. It's an extendable. Oh boy. Yeah. Twelve? Twelve letters. 
All right. Uh, a A A A A. So we need a twelve-letter code. I set the passcode to the noise I make when the drawer opens and shocks me. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Was that Gregory again? Get that kid out of here. No, Greg's not here. He can't set the code. This is the new character, Gregory's mum. Oh, no, more um, backstory. I don't know what this is yet, but the the words that combine to make words? Yeah. That one is and arrow? Yeah. So you could, if you wanted to say bow and arrow in front of that, and that's a three-letter word, and each of those four things had a three-letter word associated to it, maybe that would be it? Yeah, that's interesting. Is it something about connecting them, like that, something that would connect vehicle to and arrow? Okay, bow and arrow, right? Let's say that. Car vehicle. Car vehicle. <laughs> Van. I mean, they didn't laugh at me when I said that. I didn't. Not at all. In their defense, it wasn't funny. Yeah, but I, I assumed <laughs> it was. It was I assumed it was really stupidly wrong, so I was waiting for. Oh no, they're just nice people. Remember? Okay. <laughs> Conceal, hid. This is awful. No, it would have to make sense together, right? Car vehicle plus. Bow and arrow, so that's that's a good why, start. The, I mean, we have why, half of why, it. Why, <laughs> why the pluses? Oh, because that when we get the words, we would plus them together. We would smush them together. Oh, sure. Mm. Carbo is carbo a thing? Well, something you would say before conceal, Matt, or something that goes with conceal? Oh, wait, no, something that goes with because bow and arrow like completes the phrase. Yeah, right. Something that might just go with it. Okay, maybe hid. Hid is concealed. Yeah. Lie. Oh, lie. Lie is very good. Maybe lie. Right, Judge is... <laughs> Judge is the hardest. We don't know very many words. I don't know <laughs> if you guys took that into consideration. <laughs> Carbo lie. Don't worry too hard about the three-letter thing at to at this point oh, oh, right it might just be, all yeah. you're right we're getting stuck on that we're all just so all right well, see would be hide, hide maybe yeah so what do you have then carbohide rate carbohide <laughs> did you hear Car rate judge what? rate to judge rate? to write carbohide rate whoa <laughs> we did it whoa oh wait we did do it we can plug that into the thing and see that's if it works. 12 letters baby that's insane. You just have, have to know, know how, how to spell it. You spell it? Okay, that's that's where it's C-A-R-B-O-H-Y-D-R-A-T-E. Yeah. Carbohydrate. You fumble with the lock and you get all those letters in, it clicks open. Yes. Why did we fumble? Could we just do it gracefully? No. You know. <laughs> Twelve letters in combination lock, those dials are tiny. Fair you enough, walk fair up, enough. you slip we on your way over it. to the I am other also thing. You once, whack your head on the wall. I'm also once again basing this on my own experience. I cannot use combination locks. I'm really bad at them. <laughs> you pull open the cash register drawer and inside, just a few coins. The day's money must have already been collected and taken to the office. Well, you'd count what you can get and all up, there's only about $3 here. Is that enough for a crispy? That is just enough, for, enough a for a crispy. Oh, crispy. Why are you so expensive, crispy? Inflation. Inflation. <laughs> you look at the crispy on A3. You don't really know what it is, but sandwiches told you to get it, so who are you to disobey? 
<laughs> you put the three dollars in the slot. You press A three, and out pops the bag of crispy. Oh boy, yeah, it's it's really old. Most Ooh. of the text and the pictures and things are completely worn away. In fact, all you can properly read on here is the word crispy on the front, mm-hmm. and on the back, a single line of promotional text. When you look for what snack to buy, isn't the last sound it makes the most important? Sure, you guess. I mean, this crispy, it looks like it's meant to be a satisfying, crunchy snack, so you guess that's the feature it's trying to advertise. The last sound it makes is also E. So Y or E is the most important, maybe? It's the most important. We found the most important sound, Matt. Maybe. All right, so I think we're on track to to being the solvers. Last sound it makes. Or what's the last sound food makes? Or are you trying to move on and figure out what it means? What's the last (laughs) sound crispy makes when you eat it? Weirdly, it's very onomatopoeic. You put it in your mouth. Uh, well, <laughs> you, you will spit it, it out afterwards. <laughs> it goes crispy. Okay, good. That that makes it convenient. And yeah, then you spit it out just in case it's poison somehow. Okay, nice. All right. Matt, that's a great clue. Well, okay, what about these other snacks that have E at the end? If we're looking for snacks to buy. Like Spidey, Spaghetti, Plummy, Super Salty. What about Tasty Play? That's There's an E in there, but it's not the end. Can we just have a Tasty Play, please? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have right. any more money to buy stuff. But we got Spiny, Crispy, Plummy. There's some we haven't looked at yet. We should look at, I think, the oh, yeah, brown bags on the table. The table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the last thing that you have to look at, but do come back to this. Yeah. Uh, all right. You head back to the middle of the canteen. The stack of brown paper bag lunch orders here is massive. There are like 50 of them on the countertop. You quickly look at as many as you can. They're all kind of formulaic. They've got kids' name, list of foods and drinks they want. There are some weird symbols drawn in the corners that you think might be some sort of canteen staff shorthand code. And you frown. You can't identify immediately if there's anything wrong with any of these or it's just an overwhelming amount of stuff to be looking at. So you know what? With Resolve, you pick up just a random four orders. Because you figure if there is something wrong with the orders, you'd be able to find it in a small sample rather than a large sample. Mm. So let's take a look at just a smattering of four so for orders. So people at home, you can see this smattering of four orders uh, in the show notes below. But Matt will describe them to you. The first order is for T. Smith. It's a Fanta and an apple, which is sad. <laughs> and the top right, the little symbols are, uh, it's not quite a square. It's missing the right up and down line. And there's a, there's a dot in the middle. And then there's an arrow point to the left. Order number two, or bag number two is for F. Ford. It's a ham sandwich and a peach. Much more reasonable. There's a square with a dot in the middle and an arrow pointing down to the left. Jay Brown's getting Coca-Cola and grapes. (laughs) Uh, There's another one of the squares that doesn't quite have a line on the right side, or does not have a line on the right side, I should say, with the dot in the middle, and then two arrows down. And then N. Reese is having an egg sandwich, a Pepsi, and a pear, and that's got a a square with a dot in it. I'm having a full-on panic attack. (laughs) Because these have, like, things referencing the There's things from the drink machine. There's things from the food list. There's little symbols that are runes that might be putting a spell on me right now and I don't even know it. Probably true. For people who are just tuning in, this is a hard one, this room. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of puzzles, a lot of, lot of stuff. So let's see. There's 
There's no peach in the fruit bowl, was there? So it's a oh, real it was... kind of mix all over the place. Yeah, no peach Actually, at all. Actually, yeah, that's weird. No peach anywhere. Is that the only one that isn't anywhere? No, there's no grapes either. Huh. You know what? You're right. You've nailed it. You have found something wrong it. with some of these lunch orders. I solved the whole thing. You have a bit of a sift through all the other lunch orders now. And yeah, look, some of these are asking for apricots, lychees. Like, what are they thinking? This is weird. And in the end, when you do that, you find a total of 15 orders with yes. unusual, unavailable stuff on them. That's wonderful. Do we get to see see them? We do indeed. Yes. So yes, and... uh, for people at home, you can see all of these orders for which there is no way to, to fulfill them. Shall I have a go describing this one? Because of what I will say to, to Matt and Chris, this is where we ask you to rip something into 15 pieces. Oh, yes. Right. You could try and put one of the, these little corner designs on each of your pieces. You might pieces. be able to tell the actual writing on the front, not as important yeah. as the So symbols. if you want to spend some time drawing these out, it's good to have them to be able to move freely. So for people at home, we see 15 of these bags. Uh, we can't really see the writing, the names or the orders on them. Just assume they're all incorrect orders. But what we can see is the symbols in each of these top right corners, these, these squares with parts missing. So for the first one, there is a square with its right side missing and then up, up, up and left. So like up, up and then diagonally upwards and left. The next one is a full square with a diagonally down and left arrow. The next one is a square with no left side and a down arrow. Uh, the next one is a square with its top and left sides and two up arrows. The last one of this first row is missing its right side, has a up and left arrow and a left arrow. All the rest of them have similar symbols. If you want to see all of them, the best bet is to open it yourself because you won't be able to keep track if you're just listening. Uh, but they all have these strange symbols and various directions underneath. One of them has no arrows at all. It's missing its top side. It doesn't have any arrows below. But they all have this connection of strange square-based shapes and arrows. Okay, and then now you tell us what these mean, right? <laughs> no, now you tell me what they mean. You've got a whole bunch of these. 15, though. What a symbol. What are you thinking? Yeah, you've got a couple of open questions yeah. at the moment. And I mean, you're, I in the, you're in the, dep the depths of the most puzzly puzzle that I have invented for a room. So... I think it definitely goes with the vending machine, right, Matt? Because 15 items. I think that that's probably true. And you can move the arrows. You can go left, right, up, down, diagonal, like in the vending machine. Could the arrows be, like, moving? Oh, you know, they had us tear do these on torn up pieces of paper because we're supposed to move these around. Yeah. So why? They just mean? What do you, Matt, what do you think the boxes are all about? I thought the... The... Um... <laughs> if we treat the corners like the corners of the machine, right? Like, yeah, that's a corner. That's a corner. And then the ones with lines above and below are like, okay, that's the side, right? But which side, I guess. What would the full squares be? Right. Full square would be right in the middle. So when you say the, the corners, which ones have you elicited to be the corners? Oh, the yeah. ones so, with so only the ones, two sides? Yeah, the ones that only have yes. two sides and look physically like a corner. And so which corner would they be? Like if you've only got a top and a left of as your sides, which corner are you? See, I would think it would be the top left corner, but I guess there is the other version. Yeah, because that doesn't quite match with a full square being in the middle. Right, because the squares are where they're touching other snackies. Yeah. Mm. 
So if we flip, thank you for that, by the way. So I'm just talking it through. <laughs> we flip it all around from what I was nothing. doing. Because a side would be, Matt, a side on the right would be where there's no line on the right, right? Yeah. Okay. Follow, following along the way, what, kind of like to piece together what you've said so far, it looks like you've interpreted the the sides on the squares to be where a snack would be touching another snack. Yeah. So the bottom right would have a side, uh, would be the symbol that only has the top and left side of the square. Those yes. are the only places it touches something else. So the full squares must go, there's only three of them, and you put them in the center column because they have they touch something on all sides. This is what I'm trying to catch up to where you already are. Yeah. Um, and so you want the ones on the right side of those would be like the squares that are only missing their right side because there's nothing to the right of those snacks. So those are the three on the right. Otherwise, I have a square with no right side. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But the extra wrinkle to this puzzle is that I wrote one of these wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have to figure out all the ones that are samey. Why are they samey? Do you think it's the arrows, Matt? Like, Yeah, like some of them, you know, it's like up, up, up to the left. So that you have to be, I think you got to be able to move that many places. Yeah, like that so could this one be would have to be then. So there's so one of the middle ones has that right up 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 and to the right. Yeah, yeah. So that would have to be down. And the other two could maybe be. Those could well, be if that way. one was there, you'd just be going back and forth. So that nice backsy forth. You found work. one where if you place it there, the arrows force you into an infinite loop. So that middle one that goes up and right would Is point the to the top <laughs> corner that goes down and left, and then they'd be stuck in an infinite loop. So What's let's the say that can't loop happen. You're talking about so the full squares. Yeah. If you put that where ghost eye is, you and you follow that, you're just gonna go ghost eye crispy, ghost eye crispy, ghost eye crispy, ghost eye. Oh, I see what you're saying. If it's a path, yep, I got you. You'd okay, be stuck you. there, yeah. so it wouldn't be that. You want that yeah, up arrow square. Yeah, I definitely understood middle. that. I just wanted you to give you a chance. No, to yeah, I get it. So that means you've locked in those middle ones unequivocally. They're definitely where they need to go. Yeah, it's just the yes. sides that the still sides, need to be worked out. Uh, when I was doing this myself in the playtest, I started to lose track of what was like a hundred percent set in stone. So I got a bunch. I got a big box of <laughs> dice and I put a die down oh, on every one that was locked in, so I didn't think I could move you it. You currently have a big locked in capital I shape. Yeah. So that one has to be. There. I think I got the right side, Matt, because I think just based on how you could move, it has to be a certain way. The lowest one needs to be up, up, diagonal up. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, up, the one above that has to be is down, down. Oh, and then it would be up, up. Don't want that. Down, down goes straight to up, up. And then you get stuck in a down, down, up, up, down, down, up, up, down, down, hey. up, up. You get another little infinite loop. So we can't go there. <laughs> I don't have my left side set up yet. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so where it ends is the most important. What's the thing that it said about the E sound? About the What's it say on the crispy package? Uh, it said that when you're looking at your snacks, the last sound they make is the most important. Maybe we want to make sure to end on one with an E, Matt? You don't even need the sound stuff for that part. Oh, the ending is the one where there's no arrow. Exactly. Right, so we can't have anything. Somebody's got to point to that, and we currently have nothing pointing to that. Oh, yeah, we do. The up, up, and then to the left. D3. On the, ah, yeah, thank you, thank thank you D3. Plummy. Nice. So you can start <laughs> to follow your plummy. path backwards and figure out where you came from. Oh, uh, we're oh, going back. That's smart. You guys are smart. You should do this. You guys are good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so we would go to Plummy. What takes us to Plummy? Spaghetti takes us to Plummy. 
What takes us to spaghetti, Matt? Fruit away. <laughs> fruit away takes us to spaghetti. Okay, what takes us to fruit away? Uh, I think it's um, Spidey. 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 Yeah, Spidey. Spidey takes you to fruit away. Now you're at Spidey. How do you get to Spidey? <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. Okay, so how do we get to Spidey, man? Wait, how do we get to Spidey? Stop Spidey? pressuring me. Spidey. <laughs> oh, Spidey. <laughs> oh, that's maybe the problem, man. Oh, okay. So we can switch this, uh, or we could put the... The up arrow one? Yeah, into the pig pen. Okay, so that goes us... So pig pen takes us to Spidey at the moment. Nice, so you can lock in right. the pig pen, the one you have on pig pen. It, the thing is the single up arrow. So what lock takes you to pig pen? What takes us to pig pen, Matt? Gosh. <laughs> oh, uh, Dina looks like Dina takes us to pig pen. Yeah. What takes us to Dino? Captain I.I. Yeah, thank you. And the okay. super salty... And then Tasty Play. Yeah, you have to place Tasty Play in a way that gets you to uh-huh. super salty. But what takes you to Tasty Play? It's Jam Jar. Jam Jar does it. And you're right, locked you in. All right, you got the positions locked in. Now, um, if you keep following back, yeah, where did we start, though? We still haven't figured out the start. Who takes us to Jam Jar? Let's see. Uh, Ghost Eye takes us to Jam Jar. And Crispy takes us to Ghost Guy. Oh, yeah, what takes us to Crispy? Chalk Decks. Okay, and then what takes us to chalk decks? Box of three. Yes, that's our start. You've lined them up perfectly. Congratulations. Good puzzling. Now, what does it mean? Now, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) We take a deep breath and we start at box of three. That ends in an E also. The ending sound is important. So just like the number three. So the end sounds, Matt. Well, yeah, so now we've matched the names, the in-sound names to the symbols on the bags. In-sound of box of three is E, right? Definitely. And what's the in-sound of chalk decks, Matt? X. Oh, I gotcha. S. So E-S. E-S. And then chalk decks takes us to crispy, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Crispy. Yeah. E. Or P, it's a P. And then Crispy takes us to Ghost Eye. So that's an I, E-X-P-I. You guys are insane. Uh, <laughs> it's a puzzle, baby! <laughs> <laughs> and then Ghost Eye takes us to Jam Jar, is that right? Yep, R. Uh, jam Jar. I think it's Jar. That's a sound, right? That's a letter, the letter Jar. <laughs> jar takes us to Tasty Play, so that's an A. Yeah. And Tasty Play to Super Salty. T. Okay, T, and then Salty goes to I. I mean, it's yeah, expiration, I, I. right? It's got to be expiration. Hey, we don't know that yet. I think it's expiration. <laughs> yes, it is. Dino is O. Pig Pen is N. I think you cracked that one. All right, expiration, but it keeps going. It sure Pig does. Pen Spidey is where? E. Spidey. D. Spidey. Fruit it's away expiration dates, a. probably, right? Do we have to do the whole thing? Yeah, we got to do the whole thing. Fruit away is the next step, and it is an A. We got T. Plummy is E. And then PKMS is S. Yeah, so expiration dates. That's that. Expiration dates. Cool. So we should check the expiration dates. Anywhere you want to start in particular? The fruit. The fruit is bizarrely (laughs) unlabeled. (laughs) This fruit needs expiration dates. I will die on that hill. Um, Expiration dates. I guess we should check for the... Expiration dates on the junk food, Matt, maybe? 
these ones are all in proper packaging, so ideally yeah. they should have expiration dates. You pick up a few. Weirdly, the first few you pick up don't have any expiration dates. Maybe like the stuff in the vending machine, everything's old and faded. In fact, you can only find four items here that actually do have expiration dates on them. What? You find some mints that are called Fresh and Light, and they have an expiration date of four slash five, keeping it ambiguous so we don't have to worry about the day's month stuff. Okay. Fresh and Light, four slash five. There's some fizzy powder that is called Sour Mist, and it has a date of <laughs> one slash five. <laughs> sour Mist. Mommy, may I have a Sour Mist? <laughs> what was the date on that one? One slash five. There's a festive looking one called Chocolate Santa. It's got a date of three slash two. Three two, that's nowhere near Christmas. And uh, finally, there's a packet of spun sugar called Fairy Wool uh, with a date of seven slash two. Well, that's easy. Wrote them all down. Nailed it. <laughs> ben, did you write them? Yeah, I also have written them down. We're so good at this. <laughs> okay. Four, five, fresh and light. They're all two words. Four or five, fresh and light. Let's see, what else do we have? We didn't use the drinks, did we, Matt? You're right about it. All right, so which of those drinks is the most fresh and light? <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta be, gotta be Fanta, right? Four slash five. If we're numbering, Fanta is four and Sunkist is five, but they both sound kind of fresh and light. Sunkist sun, like light, light, the sun makes light. Did we have anything else that we haven't looked at? No, we don't do No, it's pretty much just this. And you're asking the right questions. Which of these okay. sounds fresh and light? Which of these sounds... Really? Sour Very mist? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to say fresh and light. Matt, what sounds fresh and light to you? Which one sounds chocolate Santa to you? <laughs> red. <laughs> Which Santa's red? Well, I mean... A cocoa Fanta? Santa's all over Coca-Cola's. That's like some really... <laughs> tight cross promotion there mist i know that sierra oh, mist is another name for sprite fairy is sprite right good one yeah fairy oh is wow sprite. what the hell is fairy uh oh like, this no. is too regional we don't know this <laughs> no like fairy is a fairy is a sprite oh sorry i thought you said there's another drink called fairy which is sprite and i got very confused <laughs> his sprite was like let's just make a bunch of new names and just still it's sprite so I think maybe Everybody that's not like, it, right, Matt? <laughs> uh, yeah, from that reaction, I think I was not onto something. Fresh and light. Would it help us to know what um, some of these sodas, like what they taste like and stuff? I would no, say okay. the more knowledge you have of any of the things here, the less helpful it will be. <laughs> okay, okay. If you have no knowledge whatsoever, you'll do great. So you said Coco Fanta. Yeah, Coco Fanta is chocolate Santa, obviously, because it sounds funny. <laughs> Coco Fanta is chocolate Santa. It's Cockney rhyming slang, clearly. If, I, if I'm like, give me a chocolate Santa, all my Cockney friends know I want a Fanta. If I'm oh. like, give me a sour mist, they give me a sun kiss. It's you as simple as that. If I need a fresh and light, there's my Sprite. There's a Sprite. You're genius, man. And my fairy wool. That's in my Red Bull. There he Red is. Red Bull, okay. <laughs> wow. Matt, you're very good at this. And Sour Mist is... Which one's Sunkist? Thank you. Okay. Sunkist. Uh, so then now we take that and apply the numbers to it. Fresh and light. Four, five. Yeah, the four and the five would be... 
If we're doing letters, it's T and E. It's I and T. Oh, it's I and T. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't think we can do letters because Red Bull doesn't have seven letters. Oh, it does. It does have. I've now just completely out of the fact that I can't count <laughs> underneath this lost school job. I had that idea and I started writing it out and it was nothing because I was doing it so wrong. And I was like, oh, well, that's not what it is. Okay, so it's All right, I-T. so then Sunkist is S and letter number five. I'm not going to say. I, I think. S-I. I-T-S-I. I keep doing this wrong. Fanta is N-A. It's N-A. And Red Bull L E. It's in ale. It's in ale. Ginger ale. It's in the ginger ale. What do you do? We throw. We pour out all the ginger ale onto the ground. You <laughs> lunge for the fridge door. You heave it open, and right at the front there is a big stack of like a dozen cans of ginger ale. Oh, so no. you grab them all up in your arms, and now you're holding them all. You can't just pour them out one by one. It's ridiculous. Hold on. You remember there was a big bin outside. Oh yeah. You remember seeing that as you came in. That seems like a good option. So you get over there, you put it, you you do pop all the tops of the cans, and you pour the liquid out onto. Wait, wait, wait! You pull Gregory all out of the can. Oh, okay, fine, no. whatever. We Gregory get Gregory gets out. It. <laughs> I think Gregory chewed his way out already. Yeah, like a little rat. <laughs> yeah, how rat he is. You pop all the tops of the cans. You pour the liquid out onto all the other rubbish. It splatters over garbage bags, rancid food scraps, empty cans. Ew! Wait a second. Those. Hold on. Those empty cans. Uh-oh. Um. They're all ginger ale. No. Hold on, hold on. Wait, are you too late? A whole heap of contaminated ginger ale has already been drunk? No, these kids are doomed to something. You're not exactly sure what happens to them. (laughs) Although these cans don't look like they were tossed into the bin like one at a time by casual drinkers. Hmm. They look like what you were doing. They look like they've all been tossed in there at once. Then you hear some voices. And you think you might recognize them. They sound like the voices of canteen ladies. So uh, you you duck behind the bin. You peek just your eyes out to look for where they're coming from. And sure enough, you see the women who work at the canteen chatting loudly and walking back in that direction. <sighs> one more bowl, then we head over, one of them suggests. Uh, I think just one should be good. Teenagers don't drink punch that more anymore. It's unfashionable. And you know how dancers go. They sneak a drink beforehand, they dance like idiots, then they leave for an after party. All we need to do is encourage them to have one cup each, and then Devin takes care of the rest. Oh what? no. Oh no. They spiked the punch. It's the end of term. Tonight is the night of a school dance. How did you miss that? There was a missing <laughs> fruit bowl. They took it to make punch with. Oh no, no you gave us a hint. Oh no. But this is okay news. Because that means that those ginger ales have not been drunk yet. They've been poured into a big bowl of fruity fruit punch, which the canteen staff is now taking over to a venue where the kids can drink it later tonight. Okay, you can stop this. You stand up, you take a look at the direction you saw the canteen staff come from. Car park. There's a small truck park there with its rear doors open. No time to think. You sprint over, you leap into the back of the truck. You scramble around the clutter for the punch bowl. You don't see it. There are trays of food, but no big bowls of sloshing liquid. Then it hits you, obviously. They wouldn't put that in the back. They'd put it in the front and sit with it to keep it steady. Stupid. But just as you move to get out and circle around to the front of the truck, 
the doors slam, <gasps> pitching you into darkness. No. Oh, no. And a moment later, the truck starts moving. No. Oh. So if you're going to save the day, you're going to the school dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's and the end of the story. Not our problem. Exactly. <laughs> someone else has to do it. Can't someone else do it? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Escape This Podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week for Podcast This Escape, where we debrief with our guest and discuss the escape room that we just escaped from.